Welcome to the Why Relationships Matter podcast, powered by Goody Nation, where conversations with founders, experts, and organizations show how leveraging networks creates deep relationships that lead to revenue, funding, better CEOs, and big impact. All right, all right, all right. Welcome everyone to the third installment of Goody Nation's That's My Shirt series. I am Joey Womack, founder of Goody Nation. We're a nonprofit uh, based in Atlanta, Georgia, but roots all over the country and in some cases the world, dedicated to supporting social entrepreneurs and diverse founders. Our promise to them is to hold them accountable for making progress while also developing them as a human and as a CEO. We are, are hyper-focused on closing what we call the relationship gap. And so for the past two weeks, we've talked about a few things. We've talked about how founders should dream, build, scale, and impact. We've talked about the Goody Nation mindset of doing the impossible. One of our apparel slogans is, I will do the impossible. It's, it's the stage for what founders can do and should do. It gets us in the right mindset again, to dream, build, scale, and to impact. And so here today, we're talking about the third slogan in our apparel line, which is revenue over everything. Revenue over everything. And so what I wanted to do today was to start off and discuss a little bit about how that slogan actually started. And also we understand and we recognize that depending on your journey as an entrepreneur, whether you're looking to be one or you're a seasoned one or you're a retired entrepreneur, you may have different opinions on what revenue over everything means to you. Before I kind of get into that, I'm, I'm, I'm joined by another member of our team. Katie, Katie, do you, you want to do a quick intro? Sure. I'm the interim CEO at Goody Nation and uh, excited to be here today to talk about That's My Shirt. Awesome. 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 So let's go back a little bit to truly understand what revenue over everything means. Let's go back a little bit. So it's 2021. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'd say eh, for the most part, up until 2016 or so, there were very few, if no, programs dedicated to supporting diverse founders exclusively, to, exclusively to be clear, dedicated to supporting diverse founders in the tech startup space. Now, again, I mean, there were some programs here and there, but kind of on a long running basis. Fall 2016, Goody Nation, we launched our social impact pre-accelerator. In this program, you had Jasmine Crow from Gooder. You have India Hayes from Mini City. You have Jen Graham from Pacific Dinners, now called Inclusive. And over the next few years, so you're thinking, you're talking 2017, 2018, a number of other programs, especially in Atlanta, popped up to support diverse founders. There's a national movement to get more diverse founders in tech. All this is great. Like more programs, generally speaking, more programs, the better, get more founders, especially diverse founders into the tech startup ecosystem. Awesome things happens. But I think this is a lesson in how good intentions can lead to unintended consequences. What we started to see after a few cohorts of founders started to go through these programs was that founders would hop around from program to program to program 
and be super excited about getting into another program. In many cases, these programs weren't providing financial capital. That's a whole different discussion, usually because these programs are underfunded. Um, so they don't have the money to, to distribute to founders, but they do have things like awesome mentors. They had things like press and publicity and things of that nature. And so they would make all of these huge announcements about founders in Atlanta, diverse founders in particular, getting into their programs. And so we started to see founders get super excited about going from program to program to program, but they weren't necessarily moving forward as a business. If you think about this in terms of like academics and things of that nature, it's almost like how a college student goes from undergrad to master's to PhD to like another PhD to like another PhD. And you like, dude, like just get a job. Like, so we started, you started to see a culture of professional students with diverse founders. And so we were like, yo, it's not cool. At the end of the day, you start a business to make money, right? I mean, you can maximize your, your money making potential all you want, or maybe you have a, a, a frame of mind where it's less about, you know, maximizing that potential. Maybe it's about social impact or something along those lines, whatever. At the end of the day, you got to bring money through the door, create a sustainable company. And so we came up with the slogan, revenue over everything to get founders out of the mindset of it's solely about getting the programs, winning a pitch competition, so on and so forth, and all the press around that. It's more so about building a great company, right? Those things are good and we respect other programs, but you got to build a great company. So, so revenue over everything from our perspective it's a, it's a check to founders like, yo, it's all good. Like, so, you know, celebrate for 24 hours, do your thing, but let's get back to building great companies. That being said, we may have other thoughts on, you know, what this means. So, so Katie, I'd love to kick it to, over to you for, you know, what, re, what revenue over everything's over everything uh, means to you. Sure. I love hearing the background information on that because I think the first time um, that I saw the mantra uh, in the Goody Nation um, on the website and like materials, I kind of had like a knee-jerk reaction like, oh, this is added stress and pressure. Um, just in the way that I think, first of all, it's something I grapple with personally. There's a lot of creative tension um, between building a business and having to hit the bottom line. Um, and so I think too, in today's world, we live in a little bit of like the story I tell myself is like tech. I think Silicon Valley, I think I have to make money overnight, um, that it has to be like the best idea and I have to get there with speed. Um, and so some of revenue over everything drives that because the first question as an entrepreneur we often get asked is, great, how are you going to make money? <laughs> That's a great idea. How are you going to make money? Um, and so, you know, I think I'm a relatively, I'm pre-revenue for all intents and purposes um, in my personal business. And um, this year has been a grappling with like, do we push and grab for money and just try to, you know, uh, make revenue because that's validation that makes you seen um, in so many ways. That's how you, you know, acquire further capital. Um, and so thinking about that versus do we need to grow our audience? Do we need to make really great content? You know, what are the priorities of our business? 
And in talking to one of the portfolio managers at Goody Nation um, this week, just in a conversation after talking to so many other founders um, who I think also have insecurities or, or grapple with this themselves, um, whether that's imposter syndrome or just insecurity or knowing your worth um, as you're starting to build your business. And uh, she reframed it for me, Kathleen Gurry. Um, she reframed it for me and said, you know, I really see it as um, revenue is this really complex word. And underneath of all of that, it really punctuates how much you understand your business and um, everything that ladders up to it. So if you're making revenue, you know your market, you know your sales cycles, you know your pricing structures, you're asking all the right questions. Um, and so for me, this felt like this is growth. And when you get to that revenue part, you know your business. And that to me is a huge accolade. And I, I really love that reframing because I think uh, it makes me feel like I have time. <laughs> we have time to get to revenue. And when you do, like you're doing all the right things and you know your roadmap. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think, you know, so there's another person on our team, um, on Paris Proctor. She was like, hey, the first time I heard revenue over everything, it was like around, you know, are we putting ethics to the side? Are we not building just high quality, high integrity businesses and that's not necessarily the case right but again i understand why someone or, or how someone could come to that conclusion if you don't understand kind of like the backstory of, of why we created the phrase you know in the first place and so again this is an opportunity um for us at goody nation to get more about our culture out there uh this apparel line is a way for us to raise money to quote unquote keep the lights on and so we have four uh, slogans, mantras, whatever you want to call them uh, in the in this limited edition line. So, you know, if revenue over everything speaks to you, feel for, feel free to go out, our, go to our website, uh, go in or take action and get some merchandise. We have these. So I'm wearing actual hoodie today, uh, but we have them in short sleeve T-shirts. We have them in long sleeve T-shirts. Uh, we have a few others kind of coming up as well. And so, again, it does help us to keep the lights on. And then, quite honestly, you do have, uh, you know, you you stick out to the crowd. So you can wear our culture. You can look good. You can be good. Um, you can come off good as well. And so for context, I was at the Revolt Summit yesterday and I had on my Dream Bill Scale Impact T-shirt on. And I got stopped a number of different times by people like, yo, where can I get that shirt? Like, yo, that's the message, dog. That's the message. And that's exactly what we do these things for, right? Uh, and so, yeah, if it speaks to you, uh, feel free to go to the Goody Nation website, cop a shirt, cop a hoodie, cop a long sleeve shirt and, um, you know, support the cause. You know, we're, we're doing great work uh, and we have some big things coming up in in 2022. Yeah. I have um, revenue over everything today. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. Um you know, we have some 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 comments in the in the audience from from Christopher Crosby here uh, asking around, you know, how does certification or degrees benefit or not benefit the business based on priority, you know, in regards to revenue over everything? I mean, I, I think I think um, I mean, great, great question. You know, there is a little bit of, of the, the thought process is, you know, how do you establish expertise? Right. How do you establish expertise? And yes, there is a balance. You have to, you know, use either your lived experience or some type of certification 
to, you know, whether it's a, if you take the academic route, whether it's degrees or you take the more the business route, like sometimes some type of other certification to establish yourself as a subject matter expert to be qualified to do the work. Right. But you can't be just over degreed up. You can't have like 20 certifications and never move forward. Right. And so there's a there's thought in my mind, there's there's a thought process around or or, or a strategy around get a degree, make a little bit, bit of progress, bring money through the door. And then maybe if you if you have to get some other degrees or certifications, you know, continue to do so. So get whatever you need to do to start to bring money through the door. And then you can start to kind of up upgrade even more along the way. Yeah. Also knowing that you don't have to be the subject matter expert on everything. Sometimes you can curate that, you know, within your business and bring the right people in um, with the right expertise that can supplement. There it is. There it is. There it is. So, you know, we, we hope you have enjoyed uh, this, this, uh, this, this, this edition of, of that's my shirt. Um, you know, we want you to, we want you to kind of hear the slogan and what it means behind the slogan and be like, you know what? That's my thing right there. That's my ish. That's my <laughs> shirt. You know what I'm saying? And then go, go ahead, go ahead and cop one. So, uh, head on over to the Giddy Nation website, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, we have some cool shirts coming up next week is the last edition in this particular, uh, series. It's focused on all founders need therapy. So once again, I'm Joey Womack, uh, founder of Goody Nation, signing off. Check us out. Uh, we have some other great announcements coming up throughout the uh, the week. Uh, we have some announcements or we have some events going on for Giving Tuesday, November 30th, 12 hours, basically of conversations like this, about 100 people rolling through. Um, yeah, register today. Go now. Re register. register today. Register today. Go to GoodyNation.org for that link and hit on, click on Giving Tuesday. Katie, uh, any final words? No, um, I just absolutely register for Giving Tuesday. It's going to be incredible. We've got a hundred different voices that are coming in to share um, experiences, failures, wins, uh, industry tips uh, and tricks. So please, by all means, we'd love to see you there. There it is. There it is, y'all. We'll have a great weekend. Outwork yesterday. Stay magnetic. Be intentionally good. See you on the flip side, y'all. Peace out. Good weekend. Thank you for tuning in to the Wild Relationships Matter podcast by Goody Nation. We hope you enjoyed it. If you were inspired, if you want to make a difference, if you want to close the relationship gap, please follow us at Goody Nation on all social media channels or log on to our website, goodynation.org. Peace.